Welcome to the Live Life Well podcast for busy women with me, Joanne Bibby. I hope this is a place where you'll find encouragement, inspiration and community to live life well, body, mind and soul. Well, hi and welcome to the Live Life Well podcast for busy women. We are so glad to have you here and appreciate you taking the time to listen and also hopefully take some time for you to learn something new that you can put in place to look after yourself, body, mind and soul. And it's been a minute. We've had a bit of a break over Christmas, which has been lovely. And I hope you had a wonderful time and got some rest. But I also hope you feel ready to get going for the new year and that you've got lots of dreams and goals and things that you're going after. And I couldn't think of a better way to kick off the new year and kick off the podcast with today's guest. Livia Barriera. So Livia, when I think of you, and I'm so glad that we, we met, we met kind of randomly at a networking event in Sheffield uh, a few months, well, probably about six months ago now. Um, but I'm so glad we met because I feel like my life's been changed just by knowing you. You're just like a ray of sunshine. And when I think of you, I think of this warmth and brightness and um, just your passion, your heart for other women, for other women that are um, immigrant women, for um, your passion for telling stories and collecting stories, and also your heart just to connect people and to support people and cheer them on. So we're going to dive into all those things today, hopefully. But would you like to just say hello and tell us who you are and what you do and what's important to you? Okay. Hi, everyone. Hi, Joanne. Thanks for having me here today. Uh, it was a lovely introduction. <laughs> I was not expecting all <laughs> of that. I think sometimes we struggle when people introduce us, when people talk about us. We don't realize much, you know, all these things together. But yeah, so I'm Livia. As you said, um, I'm originally from Brazil. I'm a, I'm a journalist and also I hold a master's in strategy of communication. And I have been living in Sheffield for nearly seven years now. And as you said, one of my passions in life is to connect people and building communities. So I'm also the person who has living in Sheffield on Instagram, on Facebook. And now I have a website as well. That is www.livingsheffield.co.uk. So um, I'm working in Sheffield, organizing networking events. So we met a few months ago through one of these events. It's called Women in Business Coffee Mornings. So the idea behind this is to put all uh, women together who has a small business or who has been working lonely from home as a, a freelancer. So um, through my meetings, I want to put us together and build a supportive community together. So after each event, we stay in touch on our WhatsApp group. I hope you are uh, finding the group useful. <laughs> of course. So the idea, yeah, the idea is to be, you know, in, in touch with each other, sharing all the things we are doing in the main while between events, uh, because the events at the moment, they are uh, happening four times a year, because I actually don't have the capacity to have this more often. But I'm quite happy we are having the next one on the 3rd of February um, in, in Kellan Island at the Island Cafe. It's a lovely cafe uh, in Kellan Island. And we usually have around 25 entrepreneurs, uh, freelancers together. 
Um, and I hope you you are enjoying going to these events. Oh, yes, I, I love them. Me. They're such an interesting... <laughs> yeah, I love your events, Livia. I think you bring together such an interesting group of women. Um, and I made some great connections through your, your events. And I've had some podcast guests on from them. So I'm so grateful for you and all the stuff you do. And yes, if you live in Sheffield or know anyone that does, you have to follow Livia on Instagram at Living in Sheffield because I only moved here a year ago and I follow Livia just to find out where the places to be are. If I'm ever got a weekend free I'm like what am I going to do I'll think I'll just check out Livia's Instagram and see where the cool places to go are you told me about so many nice cafes and events and markets so definitely give her a follow <laughs> it's all good stuff um, and Livia oh I'm glad to know oh yeah oh yeah it's so helpful and I think you you've built such a great community on there and you you've always got your finger on the pulse of what's going on in Sheffield yeah yeah, and I think it's good when people tell us uh, the feedback as well. I think it's quite important yeah. for us to keep going. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's it's brilliant, everything you do. But, um, Livia, tell me something that I like to ask all my guests. Tell us what living life well means to you. When you hear that phrase, what does that look like for you? I think living life well means explore different cultures, engage with my community, uh, have quality time with the people I love, um, prioritize uh, what I should be putting my energy into, um, also have time to recharge sometimes because it's very necessary for our mental health. So we can't just go doing things and doing more things and then never stops, this is not healthy. So I think we need to have a balance. It's quite yeah. important. Yeah, definitely. And some of those things that you've mentioned uh, can be difficult for us as busy women to find time to connect with each other and also time to rest from our busy schedules. Um, and you, you mentioned earlier your passion for building connections and community, especially for women in business. And I think that is so important because a lot of us do work from home, we're, we're, we can buy by ourselves mm -hmm. a lot of the time. We can feel quite lonely and isolated. We miss that sort of office environment, even though there's a lot of benefits to having your own business and it can be really fun and rewarding. So I think what you're saying about why that's important for our well-being is so true. Like what, what sort of brought about your passion to help people find that connection and, and why has that been important to you on your journey? So, so I just want to say something related to what you just said. I think sometimes yeah. for a lot of us as women who walks um, lonely in our own businesses, we think it's hard to realize when we reach that point, we really need to stop. But a lot of people just pass that point. It's not good. Mm. So I just want to point this out. It's important for us to realize when it's necessary that break. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I sorry, you can oh. <laughs> can go. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say that. No, I hear what you're saying. So it's kind of about knowing ourselves and not allowing ourselves to get to the point of burnout or at the point we feel so isolated that it's then difficult to reconnect. Because sometimes you can get used to being by yourself. And even if you know it's not good for you, it becomes 
almost comfortable. So I think you're so right. It's about checking in on ourselves and realizing what we need and taking the steps, sort of being proactive to build in rest time and to build in time to connect with others, which can be challenging, but also essential. Um, so yeah, can, can you tell us a bit about your story really, Livia? So you've written a book, which I want you to tell us about, and I want to talk to you about the process of writing the book, but tell us just a summary of your story and how you have come to live in this amazing city and what your experience has been so far. So, okay, so we need to go back to 11 years ago then. <laughs> so about yep. 11 years ago, I was backpacking in Czech Republic, in Prague. I was living in Dublin, in Ireland, studying English back in time. And I did uh, this trip to Prague and I met a guy who was from Sheffield. He is now my husband. Ooh, so uh, I, met, I met this person <laughs> 11 years ago, was not my plans. We met each other in a busy nightclub. <laughs> was not something usually a person, you know, you bump into each other in a nightclub in another country. It was not my country, it was not his country. Mm. We were both on holidays. Um, but then we stayed in touch. We started this long distance relationship. We had this for four years. Um, okay. And then he went to visit me in Brazil for a couple of mm. times. Um, I lived in Lisbon, Portugal as well doing my master's in communication. So we had this uh, period of our lives apart from each other. We were not living physically in the same in the same place. It was quite hard. But then about seven years ago, nearly seven years ago, he proposed me uh, to marry him and come to mm. live in Sheffield. But I already came here for a couple of times before that, just to see if I really liked the city, if I could see myself living here, but obviously I didn't know much. It's completely different when you come as a tourist and you come to live. It's a completely different sure. experience. Yeah. But then uh, I, I would just say my first two years in Sheffield, I was not this person. I okay. think I felt quite lonely. I felt without connections. Um, my English skills were not great. I would never be here in a podcast talking to you because I didn't feel mm. confident. And I think the lack of confidence is something I would like to help other migrant women. Yeah. Because, yeah. because I can see now, now I can see better um, my English. It's with this accent, my Brazilian accent is part of my identity. And this is what yes. makes me unique. And also yes. my name is not Olivia, my name is Livia. So um, I think we need to identify these type of things and be proud of these things. But it's a process yes. since the day I yes. put my, my feet outside the train station, coming to live permanently in Sheffield, when I remember all that film in my mind from all those years, I can see all the progress now, but I'm still, I'm still of course, in, in the process of the adaptation. But I would just say now, um, after publishing my first book, that, as you mentioned, is about migrant women in Sheffield. It's called Living in Sheffield, Our Journals as Migrant Women. So after publishing this, I think I gained a lot of confidence 
and I'm not going to stop. I just want to carry on doing this work I'm doing um, because I've been receiving many feedback in the behind the scenes. I can't share this feedback, all of this feedback on social media because people don't, it's not about that. It's about they are just, they just want to tell me, oh, mm. thank you. I'm feeling mm. more encouraged after reading mm. your book. I'm feeling more, you know, I can go on my own to an event. I was not feeling confident to attending that workshop or to go um, for a walk on my own. Even simple things. Some migrants, they don't feel confident. Like yeah. catching a bus on their own, going to, you know, a walk on their own somewhere in Sheffield. Mm -hmm. it's, it's quite hard when you don't have friends as well. And you yeah. just remember all your friends you left behind in your country. So something I usually, when I talk about stereotypes about migrants, it's not necessarily migrants move to another country for a better life, mm. because a lot of times it would be very challenging. Yeah. Yeah, it's not an easy decision. It's not a decision you make lightly. No. And you must also have given up a lot leaving Brazil. You left your family and beautiful sunshine and all, probably like a really nice way of life in a lot of ways you know and um, so I take it your your husband came as a package and he came with with him in Sheffield and that was who you were marrying but it's not it's not an easy decision is it to leave your no. life no and another thing I would like to say is um I can see all the migrant women doing this you know I want to be together with this person I want to move to his country to be with him. But we never can forget our identities. We can never forget no. who we are professionally and as a person as well, as a human being. It's not yes. just everything about that person. We need to have our own lives. We need to have yeah. our you know, financially um, independence. We need to have our own yeah. projects. We can't live a life that is someone else's life. No. So, Livia, I'd love you to tell us about your journey of writing your book. And I just want to also celebrate the fact that you wrote it in English, which is obviously not your native language, but I think that's an amazing achievement. But it's also an, an incredible book. Um, so can you just tell us a bit about why it was important for you to write that book and just what that whole process was like? OK, so um, all the process about the book uh, it started when the pandemic started. So um, I was at home back on time. I was uh, with a lot of free time, feeling sad, feeling scared. I think many people were feeling at the same. Um, and then I just had this idea uh, about writing this book, celebrating uh, migrant women celebrating diversity through the stories uh, of migrant women. So I made a list of interesting migrant women I already knew in Sheffield back in time. And I was uh, explaining to them about the project, if they were interested in joining uh, the project. And I think the majority of them said, oh, it's nice, it's great. I would like to have my story like in a book, in a document to show um, my children, my grandchildren, and then also maybe for me to realize uh, about my own journey, what I've, where I, I am in now. So um, also, if I look back at my past self from seven years ago, 
when I just arrived in Sheffield, I would never have imagined writing a book, much less one in English. I used to write press releases. I used to write um, articles for newspapers, magazines, but all in Portuguese in Brazil and also in Portugal. So for quite a while, this book only existed as an idea, probably in my head, but I felt very far from the reality, to be honest. And I think when the pandemic started, I just found, I, I think I don't have anything to lose. At least I'm going to try because the no, I already have. If I go to try, maybe I can have a yes. So I don't know, I'm just going to try. I think we need to explore other things. So also I wanted to people, you know, to realize I have all the great skills um, as a communicator because I've been to uh, job interviews in the past in communications for formal jobs in Sheffield and I got lots of no's. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's quite ironically. And it was actually uh, my motivation to start living in Sheffield because I just you know, I couldn't allow anyone telling me I'm not capable because I yes. stood at this for many years. It's not about having um, an accent from here or, you know, this is quite, but I know some other people who who don't feel in this way, just feel, okay, I'm not capable, so I'm just giving up, but I'm never give up. So the book was also something I wanted to, you know, put all of these stories together and show what I'm capable of. And yes, and it's also related to building connections and community as well. So everything I'm doing in Sheffield is related to that. And yeah. also I think when you have like networking events, we something I've, le I've been learning is we need to connect a group of people, but not a random group of people. We need to have some things in common. So people from this group have needs to have something in common. So about our cough mornings, we are all women, we are all having um, always more businesses to manage, um, but I don't, you know, exclude moms in business. I don't like that because another value for me is inclusivity. So I want to include people, not exclude. But is it? And another thing is we, because of the book, I would like to encourage all the uh, migrant women to believe in their dreams, to believe in their capacity, and believe you know they can be someone who you, who is going to be happy in this country. Doesn't matter in in which area. If they want to be happy, if they want to have their small business, if they want to work in certain type of industry, they are going for it. Don't allow anyone to you know put you down and say, no, you're not capable, because just you knows how capable you are. And then yeah. and then I I also wanted to include all the migrant women in the project. So the person who made the cover page of the book, she's from Spain. She's a lovely artist called Susana Vignolo. The person who made the photos in the book, she is a Brazilian-Canadian photographer. They are all living in Sheffield. She's calling Dani Sasaki. And also the person who made the layout of the book is a graphic designer who is my friend. She's from Brazil as well. She's Thais Birkak. So 
all of these people involved in the book, I have a session at the back explaining about their work, putting their websites as well, because I truly believe we need to support each other. For me, it's not, you know, having three or four pages more to be printed in the book. It's like nothing. But I think for them can be good. And I would like to say thanks um, as well. Give something more, not just the payment for the job. <laughs> I wanted to give you something yeah. more. Yeah. And yeah, That's and also for people who are not migrants, if they want to ra- uh, read the book, I think it's quite educative. And you can learn maybe something you maybe never found about. So I think, you know, if you if we want to build a more inclusive, welcoming and plural society, we need to learn from others, you know, go out of our comfort yes. zones. Yes, we can learn so much from each other. And that's one of the reasons we moved to Sheffield, because it is such a, a diverse community we love that um and i think your message is just so inspiring and empowering like your your passion to build connection just shines through everything you do even that you've written your book with the the heart to give a, give a platform to other women and to share their stories is just amazing and just your your message of of having a dream you had this idea for a book and you just gave it a go like you just went for it I think that's so inspiring and I hope like you say if anyone is listening who's got a book inside them I believe probably most of us have a book inside us it's just starting it isn't it it's giving it a go but I, I love how your book came to be through collaboration because I think those are the things that would put me off writing a book not not just the writing it which seems big and scary but you know working out the layout and the cover and publishing it Um, but you've done it so beautifully through collaboration and I think when we've got a dream but we don't know how to get there that can be quite overwhelming but your message is that we don't have to do it alone we can find others who we can share our dreams with and collaborate with and that makes it easier and it makes it more enjoyable but it also allows them to shine like you said so I just yeah I love I love your message and everything you've shared today yay (laughs) there it is (laughs) um (laughs) so I have the book in my hands now yes um, I would like just to read something. It's just a paragraph in the book. Yes, please related do. Related to exactly this we are talking about now. So it's a session in the book. So I have a session in the book called 10 Lessons Learned on My Journey as a UK Migrant. So the lesson number seven, I think is quite related to this conversation. So I'm going to read it. Create your own opportunities. Believe in your fresh ideas, potential, creativity, and the new perspective you are bringing to another country culture. I personally know how hard it is to get accepted into the labor market. Perhaps a hobby you already have could become a new project or even a small business. After a few years living in the UK, I feel much less anxiety. I can see my life here as a black canvas where I can identify opportunities and develop my own ideas. Of course, I'm always open to new possibilities. Oh, 
that's amazing. I think that's a perfect way for us to come towards the end of our conversation because that's that's such a beautiful message. But um, maybe if there's people listening who'd love to chat to you more about the book writing process and things and they want to pick your brain they could have a chat with you and um, they could connect with you couldn't they um so that yeah. would be my next question Livia how do we stay in touch with you obviously everyone has to follow your Instagram page living in Sheffield um, it's got your link tree there but is that the best and easiest way for people to stay in touch or tell us about your website as well your gorgeous new website so yeah you are right uh people can get in touch through Instagram uh, living in Sheffield on Instagram and also my website is www.livinginsheffield.co.uk and if you want to get a book if you are in Sheffield you can find the book at Juno Books on Chapel Walk in the city centre and also in a lovely shop in Broomhill called Good Taste uh, these two places in Sheffield but also if you are listening to us but you don't live in Sheffield, you still want to get a book, I really recommend it. <laughs> you me can too. get in touch uh, with me from my website and I'm able to send the book to anywhere in Europe. I already sent to a few countries in the last few days, a few months. Brilliant. Fantastic. Definitely get your hands on that. And if you're a woman in business in Sheffield, come along to a coffee morning. We might see you there. And uh, yeah, shout out to these local Sheffield businesses as well. We're all about supporting the other small businesses. So, Olivia, it's been so good to talk to you as always. And I hope if you're listening, you feel inspired because I know I do. Um, And you've heard Olivia's message to keep connecting, keep dreaming, don't give up, give things a go and believe in the difference that you can make and what you have to offer. Because we've all got something unique and special to offer, but when we get together, that's when the real magic happens. Oh, so good, Livia, so good. And just to wrap up and for a bit of fun, please tell us if it was your last meal on earth, what would you choose to have to eat? Oh my God, this is a hard question. Because I love food. I love to explore different flavors um, from all around the world. Um, I think I'm going to make this choice uh, with my heart. So I would say a buffet table with Brazilian food. And it means a lot of passion fruit things. Like juices, like cocktails with passion fruits also i'm going to have all of them next month because i'll be on holidays in brazil on the beach i'm so excited i can't wait for that um yeah everything with passion fruit i would say but also something we call um as feijoada so the word feijoada comes from the word feijão which means beans in english so feijoada is basically black beans cooked uh, with all the meats together. So it's like a dinner meal. We eat this with rice, some salad. It's quite nice. And it's very warm. It's nice in a cold day. Yeah. Yeah. And all the fruits we have in Brazil, actually. Guava, passion fruit, mango, pineapples, I would say all of them. Coconut water. Oh, well, that just all sounds gorgeous and colourful and full of passion, just like you, Livia. Thank you.
But do you know something, some some curiosity I would like to say related to this? Oh, I'm a colorful person. I would say something. When I just arrived in Sheffield and looking to myself years ago, I used to wear a lot of black. I was not this person. I think it's also connected to confidence. That is such a good point. And maybe we all need to dress brighter, even if we don't feel like it, just to give ourselves a boost and bring more colour to the world, which you certainly do, Livia. Well, thank you so much for your time today. It's been absolutely wonderful to talk to you and hear more about your story. And please stay in touch with us both and let us know about your journey and your hopes and dreams and goals. And let's keep working together and encouraging each other. Thank you for your time, Livia. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you again soon. Well, that's a wrap on another episode. Thank you for being here. I just love hanging out with you in this community. And I totally get it. I get the challenges of taking care of ourselves in our busy lives. But I hope that you have heard today that you are totally worth it. So please like, share and follow if this has been of value to you. And I just wanted to let you know about a couple of things that I've been up to. So I've launched a new coaching course for busy women, which I'm really excited about. I've been working with some great clients to support them with their well-being. And it's called the 30 Days to Healthy Habits for Busy Women. So you can find out about that over on my Instagram page at joe underscore live life well. So please come and hang out there. I'd love to connect with you and I'll be sharing some more details about some upcoming workshops and events too. So thanks again for being here and I will see you soon.